back to an episode of The Why. I'm your host, Dylan Mullins. This is presented by All American Roof Pros and All American Heart Studios. Hanging out with uh, someone who's becoming a, a new friend for sure, uh, Mr. Evan Hatchie. Uh, Evan, you want to kind of give like the, the, the runway, you know, ramp to the audience of who you are? Sure, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Evan, I'm from Sandusky. Or we're based out of Sandusky now, originally uh, born and raised in Finley, Ohio. Uh, we started our convenient construction company about four years ago. Uh, coming up this spring and uh, we've just grown a lot since then you know started out just doing handyman work and kind of this and that and, and it took off from there so cool man I noticed in the show notes you said um, you know that that was something that was kind of almost like a COVID project for you to, yeah. to support the family you want to kind of like give me some insight on that yeah so um, I was I was actually wanting to do something completely different other than construction um, I was actually going to be opening up a brewery and then when COVID hit, all the bars shut down and I said, well, that's, I, that's a sign. So, uh, you know, I was planning on doing handyman work, just kind of supplement pay while I was getting that brewery up and off the ground and, uh, the brewery didn't happen. So we just kept it rolling. What, like, so, like, uh, give me some insight on the brewery, man. That's, that's, that's an interesting piece for me. Like it's, it's part of your story. Why, why, why a brewery? Like, what was the intent behind that in the beginning stages, right? Yeah, it was uh, just something started doing in my garage uh, probably four or five years before then and just kept growing it and growing it. And I had kind of a, I wouldn't call it a professional system, but, you know, pretty, pretty substantial homebrew system and started tinkering with, uh, you know, different uh, recipes and things like that. And me and my buddy got together like, hey, man, we make some really good beer. I bet some people will pay money for this. And, um, and so we just started going from there. And, uh, like I said, then you saw how it ended that, that time, but we may come back someday. So. Yeah, man. No, that's super cool. The, uh, you know, for, for me, I, uh, I had a business in the beginning. Um, you know, the origin stories are here. I had something that completely fell on its face, like, like bad. Um, and then I, I was kind of hitting when I walked around the shop here, like I did a liquidations business. Uh, in the beginning too during COVID that was or right before COVID technically and then we really started hitting the roofing a lot heavier thereafter um, it's just funny like the entrepreneurial but once it bites you man like I don't think I can do anything else I don't know about you like I couldn't work for somebody else right right and that's it now you know um, for a long time when I was a kid coming up you know I always felt like I was going to own my own business someday I just never knew what it was uh, you know, jumped around a few different things from owning a bar. Like I said, we talked about the brewery. Me and my brother were talking about doing storage units, you know, for passive income. Uh, but all those things had in common is someday I was going to work for myself. Yeah. What's, so so what, where do you think that comes from? Because not everybody has it. And everybody, it, full disclosure to the audience, if everyone did, man, like we wouldn't have people to work for us. Right, right. You know, so where do you, where do you think that comes from for you? Um, well, I know my grandfather uh, was a businessman back in the day. Um, I didn't really know him well, but... But just I think some of that's in that blood, seeing that you know somebody that is related to you did that, you know, and, and grew this. I'm not even 100% sure what it was, uh, but uh, he he did have a pretty successful business business model for a long time, and um, so I think I think just knowing that other people can do it, uh, part of that, just you know, just digging in the American dream and being true to hey, why not? We only get one time around. Roll the dice, bet on yourself, and uh, you know, see what happens. And if you know if it fails. Um, I can always go back to working for somebody else. It's going to be tough, you know, um, but that would be a fallback plan, you know? So. Yeah, no, for sure, man. And that's, I mean, it, it's always in the back of your mind, but like I had somebody tell me, and I think it was a mentor years ago, like if you have a plan B, plan A is never going to work out. Like if you're the right. old adage of burn the ships, 
you know, uh, what was it, uh, during um, the revolution, not revolutionary, but when, like, when they were discovering the Americas, uh, when they had discovered, they determined they were going to settle it, so they burnt the ships. Like, that's where that, that comes from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think once you have, you know, uh, for me, when I started to have that mentality of I'm burning the ships, like there's no going back, you know, because you're probably a lot like me, it sounds like, and maybe I'm wrong, where I just kind of dabbled in the beginning with my business. Like, I was just like, I wasn't really the roofer. I was just kind of the, the side gig roofer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I took it seriously and burnt the ships and stopped with all the other BS that was going along with it, it changed the tune. I mean, was that something, is that a, I guess, is that an uh, origin story for you? Like, in the beginning, were you all in on the handyman stuff? Or? Oh, yeah. No, like I said, I, I wasn't. That was that was something that would just have some cash in my pocket to pay the bills while I was getting the, the, the other brewery thing off the ground that never happened. So then once we started and saw how, you know, the model could work, um, you know, we, then we pursued it and we just went after it. And then, uh, you know, as we grew and brought more people in, the handyman part didn't, that model doesn't work. Um, you know, and so we just focus more on the remodeling, we do a lot of interior or kitchen, bathroom. We do some exterior work with porches and additions and things like that. And, um, you know, so it's just, it's, it's honestly, it's crazy to see how, how quickly things can go if you know where you want to go. No, that's perfect, man. And you're right. It's it's once you have a clear direction, once you've defined where we want to go, then it changes the game. So, uh, <clears throat> my question for you is like, what is like? So like, I'm assuming at the end of your days, man, you don't want the headstone or the eulogy to be like, Evan Hatchie was the owner of Convenient Construction. Like, what? Like, have you thought about that? Like, what you want that to look like? Because. Here, here's the reality, you know, and I, I might have talked about this on the last episode. I apologize if you're listening concurrently and you just hear me say the same crap all the time. I'm super passionate about it. Uh, you know, the at the end of the day, man, like, we don't, we aren't promised tomorrow. So, like, what does your legacy look like for you in a perfect picture scenario, you know? I don't, I don't really know. Um, haven't put too much thought into it. I just, you know, I, I would hope people remember, if we're talking about the legacy part and the headstone, um, you know, just that I, I'm a, a generous person. I, I put it all out there. I didn't leave nothing on the field and, and uh, you know, really just just always pushed towards what I want, yeah. you know. And, and I'm not apologetic for it. And, um, yeah, I guess I don't know. So one that resonated with me when you said all that, the generosity piece, you know, what does that look like for you? I mean, what does that look like for you with where your goals are going and where does that look like for you today? Really? Okay. Yeah, so it kind of goes back back to when we first started our company and started hiring employees. You know, I always wanted to make sure that this was a place that I wanted to work for. Yep. You know, um, if I could ever have a chance to build my own company, how would I do things different? And a lot of that is taking care of those guys. Um, and, you know, you take care of those guys, they'll take care of your customers for you. So I think the generosity piece is is more so making sure my guys come in, they're they're healthy, they're happy, they're wealthy. You know, we we provide a, a lot of things for them that I, I feel like I haven't had afforded to me in the past with, um, you know, just the way we work. You know, we don't work weekends. We try not to work overtime. We, um, you know, make sure our guys are getting their checks on time every time and, and all those things. They're very secure. And, um, you know, besides our company, though, or besides how we treat our employees, you know, we do um, donate a lot to local charities. Uh, one of the ones that we're really big on is Project Noel. 
Yeah. If you guys are familiar with that. It just uh, fills in on it a little bit. Okay. So um, it, it helps families that are um, in need because of an op opioid um, overdose, okay. right? So um, actually it was founded by one of our workers' wives. That's awesome. She's, she's, she founded Project Noel um, because of circumstances they were going through. So that's one of the big um, play or big uh, um, what do you want to call it? Call or, it's organizations a, that we support. It's yep. a common it's a common theme or it's not a common theme. It's a uh, common mission. That's what I'm looking for. That's mm -hmm. right. It, now you now you know when you guys go to work, they know that they're supporting more than just yep. your your paycheck. You know, I, I, I for me, it's never been about the money. Mm -hmm. I, I I mean, in the beginning, it is. I think a little bit like the vanity of it. But I think after that, man, like you get to a point where you're like, I can have all the money in the world, but if I'm not fulfilled in what I'm doing, or my guys don't have a, a direction on what we're working for, mm -hmm. aside from the line my pockets, then what does it matter? So that's right. super cool to find out that you're passionate about that. Um, what, uh, you know, how could, how could I, 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 my brain works like this, man, but how could I help with Project Noel, you know? Um, so they do have a lot of fundraising events, and um, so it's pretty pretty common that they just give us a call or shoot us a text message, hey, can you put a basket together for us to raffle off? Um, you know, they always do things for Christmas time. They they try to provide gifts for kids in the in the communities, and they're and they're big. They're not just in this area of this state. They're they're I think they have chapters in Florida. I think in the Carolinas now, um, and it's just there's there's nothing about that organization that you can't support. That's you awesome. Know? So, um, but those are ways, and if you want for more information, I'll, I'll let you, I'll get you in contact with her. Hook me up, because it's something we, <coughs> we, we gladly, around here, and just in general, I mean, we have, we have a very generous heart here as well, and we just try to put that stuff together. Um, yep. The, we'll drop that, <coughs> we'll drop a link, get us a link, and we'll, we'll drop it in the, in the show notes here, just so folks can, can check it out, support it. I mean, it's it's your it's your cause, man, and I think it's oh, something that our communities need. Yep. You know, um, that's super cool, man. What? Uh, so, like, I read. You know, you and I have talked, and, and you're working on some stuff on the on the back end of the business that you know, um, you're asking about some procedural stuff. You know, mm -hmm. and, and we're working on those changes. You know, and that's always good, man. That's super forward thinking of you as a leader and i just want to congratulate you for for thinking ahead like yeah. that most guys don't do it until the shit's on fire and they're like what do we do you know now, yeah. the, now the boat's burning the ground you know and right and, or, or burning and sinking or, or whatever so that's that's super cool man what uh what got your mind thinking in that direction that you needed to make that change most of it is because you know i have so many hats to wear like we do as business owners you know from it whether you're overseeing or you're the one boots on the ground you know, you have you have to worry about sales, and you have to worry about you know the admin. You have to worry about um, you know the project management, all that stuff. And I got to the point where I just I couldn't wear all those hats as much as I needed to. And there's only so many hours in a day. So um, you know, fortunately, we're in a position now where my business partner can come in, and he's starting to take over a lot of the PM and field work, um, so I can focus on the admin and the sales. I want to ask about the partner thing, man, because that's always that's always a, a hot topic when it comes to owning a business, right? Um, is this a was that he your partner in the beginning, or is it a new addition uh, nope. partner? Or? Nope. Day one, day one partner. So this is the guy from the brewery, I take it. No, no, okay. totally, different. <laughs> totally different. So um, no, this is uh, this is a guy that I uh, worked with in the past, and and like I said, we just help each other do these handyman jobs back and forth, and then we say, hey, man, we can do this all the time. 
And so it, now we're, here we are. That's super cool, man. Um, I know I brought, so like I have partners here in the business as well, and um, I brought them in a little after I had started. Uh, one a little, my dad a little bit later than I brought my brother in, but um, it's a weird dynamic sometimes, man, because like it's a good thing to have that checks and balances system, but also at the same time it's, you know, sometimes you just want to be like, man, I'm, I'm just making this decision, you know, and mm-hmm. um, how do you guys, how do you guys control that balance? Um, sometimes because like I'm sure your guys are both type A personalities where you both want to be the alpha or otherwise you wouldn't have went and started the business. Right, right. right. And I think it's really important when you choose a partner, you don't choose somebody that thinks like you do um, because then you get into groupthink things where, you know, there's only one way we do things. Um, and, and part of the reason we've gotten where we are is because we are challenging each other. And um, he'll come up with an idea, and I'm like, dude, no, that is not, no. <laughs> and then I'll think about it a little bit, and I said, okay, you know what, we can, we can run with it, you know. Really, yeah. So um, we, we really complement each other well. Uh, we, we come from different skill sets. He's more of a, the rough framer, carpenter, and, you know, I was the finished guy, the, the detail kind of guy. So just from that dynamic, we worked pretty well together. Early on, it was just us. And so even now, you know, that still carries into, I, I'm the detail guy. I take care of the details, and he, he you know, more of a broad stroke kind of guy. Um, but I, I think it's important, like you said, is not to necessarily go into, into business with a friend, not saying that we're not friends, but not to choose a friend, but choose a partner that compliments you. Um, so yeah, and, and as someone that's gonna challenge you and, and know that, hey, this is gonna make us uncomfortable, but you know, we're, we're here for each other to, to push through, so. That's cool, man. What would you say, uh, what would you say your most challenging uh, moment in business ever was? Um, I would say, so I had a, uh, about a year and a half ago, I was, uh, actually working on a roof out in, on Johnson's Island and I had an accident and, um, I fell off a roof and shattered my ankle and I was off of work from September until February. And so Carson had to run the business. And, and since I was at home on workers' comp and stuff, I wasn't allowed to even answer the phone. I wasn't allowed to do anything with the business. And so, you know, he, was, he did a great job in, in just picking up that torch and going and, and keeping it going through that winter while I was sitting, literally sitting at home in the chair. Um, and I couldn't do, you know, this is my passion. You know, this is my life. This is my business. And I couldn't do anything about it. And... Um, so I, just, I, I think it's just a testament to, you know, how we set things up, how we have our, our workers trained and how they know that, you know, they don't need to take direction from us to be able to get their job done. And, and you know, without having me there to help guide or help uh, physically with my hands get stuff done, uh, the fact that everything just got done and we came out of it stronger is um, pretty crazy. No, that's super good on you to, to get overcome that, man. Like, um we did a little bit different when I removed myself from the business for the first time, but it's crazy all the all the holes you find in the boat that you've just been bailing water for mm-hmm. once you step away, and you can you can actually seal those holes. It was probably a good awakening moment for you, yeah. if you will. Like, hey man, we got to fix this, this, and this. It probably was for the better. I mean, it sucks that your ankle got shattered. Like, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I've fallen off three roofs myself, and I'd end up jacked up every time. Heck, my brother fell off one, and I caught him one time, and it messed me up more than it messed him up. So, yeah. um, that's, I mean, that's that's super, that's super, uh, super good that you guys went through that. I mean, like I said, it's, it's not good in the moment, but it's always good after. And, and you know, when I think back, it's like, hey, if it was going to happen to anybody, it would rather happen to me. 
you know, Thanks. not not one of my guys, not my partner. You know, he's still pretty young yet, and I'd hate for him to, you know, be hurt like I am now. Um, and, and the bitch of it is, is that we were getting ready to transition me into the office that following spring anyhow, uh, and this just made sure that that happened. So, Where do you have a challenge at? The balance is always hard, right? Everybody just talks about this work-life balance, which is a bunch of bullshit. It is. I don't care what anybody says. Um, there's no balance between it. Like, there's going to be moments, especially when you're a business owner, especially in the trades, where you're going to have to take a phone call because someone's got a roof leak or someone's got something going on with their house that we caused or whatever. Um, so, like, how do you find that? That I want to call. I don't call it work-life balance. I want to call it like work, work-life uh, juggling. I guess would be the best. Juggling. Way to put it. You know how do you how do you make sure that you get heaven time too? Um. Well, I, I know that when I'm off work, I'm off work, you know, but uh, I always call back if it's something that that needs addressed right away. You know, we'll make a phone call. We got guys, we're pretty spread out with our crew. So, you know, if something did like that pop up, we had to send somebody we could. Um, but really, it's we don't work weekends, like I said, um, and and that's because we want, I want to come in fresh on Monday. We want our guys to come in fresh on Monday. But um, uh, has that always been like that? I've worked three Saturdays in the last four years. Bro, I'll come work for you. <laughs> Shit, I still work a lot of Saturdays. Uh, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's it's important, and, and it's tough because especially when you're swamped and you're behind and you always have work going on, you know, you just go back to that's why it's really important to me to have really clearly defined, uh, you know, principles and really clearly defined, um, uh, I guess principles is the right word for it, so that you don't have to make decisions like that, you know, um, whether it's... Core values or, or yeah, these are just non-negotiables. Yeah. It's probably the better way to put it, right? Yeah, yeah. And like you said, unless it's something really, really major, um, we don't, we just, we try not to. And that's, that's, and, awesome. and that's tough, you know. No, that's super cool, though, because it, it your guys can count on that, right? Like, we, we struggle with that. I'm not going to lie. Um, we're busy, man. We got to get shit done. Like, it just, it is what it is, and it's we've always been like that. So, I'm, kudos to you for being forward-thinking about that. Um, what are your, so like, we always have, uh, core values within our business. Mm -hmm. Do you have core values for your own life that you live by? Well, sure, but I don't know if I can, you know, express that in words. I guess it's just more of a mindset, more of a, more of a, uh, more of a moral compass, I guess. Yeah. You know, um, what what are those, what's that look like? Just give me (laughs) some examples, man. Like, like, is there, is there something that like, you feel like you do different than most of the general public does from a morality standpoint. You know, like for me, um, I'm very outspoken about my faith, but I also don't, don't, I mean, I cuss. Like, it's just part of me. I don't really feel like there's any part of my Bible that says anything different. So, like, for me, like, I'm very outspoken for my faith. Um, that's that's a strong pillar within my life. Um, the, the we we try to harp on financial literacy just in general mm-hmm. not only for within our business but just to, to speak to the public like that's something that's missing in our schools man like mm-hmm. we have no who the hell's using pythagoras theorem like teach me how to balance a fucking checkbook and, and run a credit score uh and how a credit score works like and we're actually working so i'm actually working with kevin who was on our last episode mm-hmm. um we're, we're working on a life 101 course for huron county and would include sandusky uh erie county um, and would be a course to teach that, how to change a tire, how to, and it's done through the Revolt Foundation, which is a, a organization that's pretty near and dear to my heart. Um, but I just didn't know if, like, you had ever put any thought into that. Like, it's, 
it should be something that, that should be, you know, thought about because we have them for our business, right? right. Ours is All-American Heart. You know, that's All-American Heart Studios. That's who it's presented by. It's happiness, ethical, accountability, respect, teamwork. It's pretty much what I try to live my life by as well. So I'm not saying that you can't, they can't coincide. Right, right. You know, um, but it's just, uh, it's something to always think about, man. Mm-hmm. Do you have any kids? Yeah. What do you got yep. for kids? I've got uh, two kids. My son is 13 and my daughter's 10. Perfect. And, uh, yeah, he's going into high school next year, and that's crazy. That is, man. <laughs> you got high yep. schooler, man. That's, shoot, I'm just, I got one due in May, so that's my first. So yeah, congratulations, thanks, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. But uh, that's get, awesome. So, like, get sleep now. <laughs> that's what we're trying to do. Um, the dogs are the worst part, you know, for getting sleep. But what, uh, so, like, getting a high school or getting a kid that's in high school, man, That's what's that like in today's world? You know, because I like I know, like, when I was growing up, you know. Yeah, you know, it's, it's uh, well, I don't know, it's my first one to go in high school, so I don't really have anything to compare it to besides myself, I guess. I but guess I, I guess, you know, right? I mean, everything now is just so instant. Everything has to be instant gratification, you know, with, with um, you know, technology. Everybody always has to be in contact constantly, and, and, and I just feel like there's a lot of, you know, social pressures now that there weren't when we were kids, and... Um, you know, from your shoes to your hair to what music you listen. I mean, yeah, back when we were kids, it was it was important, but it wasn't like it is now. I feel like you know. No, it's it's the phone, it's the TikTok era, it's all yes. that other crap that comes along with it. And there's yep. there's a lot of good in it. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna I'm not gonna completely say that that all of social media is just horrible, but I mean, there is a lot of it that is just like, man, it's just. I don't say it ruin these because this is what they're growing up with. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just the way the world is. It's like when people are like, ah, screw AI. It's like it's coming regardless of everything, whether you like it or not. There was a lot of people that said, uh, you know, screw the Internet when that all came about. Right. Guess what? We're here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something we have to live with. Um, I was just curious, like, what that looks like, you know, because you, you said a son and a daughter. Yep. So you get the best, you get uh, let's say best and worst of both worlds. I should say, right? You're getting the <laughs> yeah. perspective from both ends of those two. Yeah, I'm 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 so grateful that I got one of each, and they're he- healthy and smart, and you know they're they're really good kids. They really are. Um, but yeah, just nowadays it's it's I can't say it's different. Like I said, because this is my first time raising kids like this, but. Uh, but it's definitely different now than when we were when we were coming up with a lot of with a lot of things, and a lot of it goes back to like I said, the social media and, and the instant. You know, everything's out there. You know, it is, and it's all at our fingertips too. Yep. You know, um, so you gave me the piece of advice about getting more sleep, but I, I'm just going to employ you to give me some like, what are some things that maybe you wish you would have done different, or things that you did that are are different that you know you wish more parents did with your kids? Is there anything that you can give me as far as advice being a new dad? <laughs> First off, everybody's got advice for you. Of course. And um, just let them talk and, you know, <laughs> nod, okay, thanks. Uh, no, honestly, the best thing is, is is the whole, when they're infants, is to get them on that, that sleep and eat schedule. Uh, there was a book that we read. I don't remember what it was called, but that's what it was all about. And, and our kids were easy and, you know, um, sleep when they sleep. And, and uh, I hope that you and your wife have a very strong marriage because uh it will definitely push you guys you know um between the sleep deprivation and and uh attention for you know you said something about your dogs your dogs are getting ready to take a back seat oh, big yeah, time yeah. and uh you know just just being patient with each other and understanding and just remember soak it all in because now that my kids are you know in middle school and my daughter's getting ready to go into middle school um 
you know, they're, they're not as, they're not as cute and cuddly as they were when they were little, you know, so enjoy it while they're young. And, and, uh, I, you know, if people talk about the terrible twos and the, all these different stages and oh, I can't wait till it's over and this and that. And I, I truly enjoyed raising kids at all, all ages they were, you know, for, for all the different reasons. But <laughs> the day comes when you get rid of the diaper changing station will be okay. one of the best days <laughs> of your life. Yeah. You won't miss that. I guarantee it. But uh, no, just enjoy it and, and take, take a step back once in a while and realize what you got. Yeah, and like you said, everybody's got their own, their own shit they want to throw at you. But I yeah. think that's actually a really solid piece of advice, really for life in general. Yeah. You know? yep. Just enjoy where you're at. You know, whether you're, you're in business or you're a single guy or whatever you're going through, single gal, I don't want to exclude anybody. Whatever you're going through, like that season of life, you're only going to be in it once. Mm-hmm. Like raising kids or whatever, uh, live in it. Yep. You know, it's too often we get excited about the destination but not the the, the actual journey yep. the journey is what's more fun i've had more fun uh building a business than i have to be where i am now like the the i think back in those times were miserable there's a lot of them that were but like that was more fun i'm more fun pursuing my wife uh I've, i love me me married to you uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh but but you know, I had the fun in, in that in that aspect. I had fun in all different areas. I enjoyed different areas, and mm-hmm. it gave me different perspectives. So I appreciate that. You know, that's something that I think too often, like you said, they're worried about the terrible twos and getting out of that, or they're worried about this stage and getting out of that. It's like, enjoy that moment. They're only there for that moment. Like, you only get that back. Time is a thief. Yep. And, and it's just, it's it's terrible. So something I heard um, that you said is uh, that it takes a toll. Uh, what did that look like for you when the, when the kids were younger? Well, like I said, catch up on your sleep now. Um, that's the biggest part is just the whole adjustment of when it's just you and the wife, and then when now it's, you know, you are no longer the most important thing in your wife's life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever you guys were used to, whether it was your schedule or your house not being destroyed or all those things, you know, you have things the way you like them right now, everything is going to change. And, you know, that it's, it, I can't tell you, it's just something you're going to have to go through, buddy. Like, no, I, I appreciate <laughs> it, man. I just was curious, you know, what that looked like for you. Yeah. Uh, yep. More than anything. Um, so are you, are you and your kids, uh, mom still together? Oh yeah. Yeah. We're oh, married. I yeah. want to make sure like, I want, I, oh yeah. I, I Sorry. Tiptoe around it is really what was happening there. Yeah. To be with you. No, uh, yeah, I, uh. <laughs> Couldn't find my ring this morning. I didn't morning. see the ring either. So I'm yeah, like, sorry. Crazy. Yeah, no, uh, no, we've the been. Show notes. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't on there. Um, so uh, no, we've been married for 16 years. This year makes 17 years. That's awesome. Man. So yeah, yeah, we're doing awesome. That's a hell of a milestone. I mean, we we often like relate things back to business, right? And like we talk about how like businesses only last. What is it? If you make it two years, better than 50 percent. If you're be- if you make it five years, you're better than 75 percent. Whatever the mm-hmm. statistics are. The thing, thing, same thing could really be said about marriage. Yeah. You know, making it past those few years, like those beginning years are the hard ones, right? Like once the honeymoon phase wears off and you start to actually be like, man, I don't think I like you as much as I did. And I don't mean that disrespectfully, but there's things you find about them, you're like, mm-hmm. that's not my favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right. And like you said, your relationship's going to change inevitably once your kid's here. Yeah. And um, that's where, you know, it's really important that you have things figured out, you know, with your you know, and it's, again, me and my wife, like I said about my business partner, we have the same morals, the same, the same things like that, but we are completely different. And I think that's what makes us work, you know, uh, but being able to figure those things out before you have the, the chaos of having children, I think is really important. Well, and I think that you're hitting on something there that the rest of the world doesn't understand and that they want everyone to be equal. 
and I don't. You don't need an equal in life. Your 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 marriage partner or your your wife, your husband, if you're a lady, or whatever you want to be. That's your partner, mm-hmm. and they need to compliment you, not be your equal. Right. You know, there's things my wife does 100% better than me. You know, like, I am not the cook. I'll throw some stuff on the grill. Like, I put some steaks on the grill last night, but I am not the cook. Mm-hmm. I am not the person that does that. I don't have the analytical brain to make sure the bills get paid. I just don't. I, I make the money. I'll bring the money home, but I need someone else to manage that part of my life. Yep. And I think that it's super important, like, even in business, when you find a business, like you, like you said, we're hitting on it both ways. When you find a business partner, too often people find someone that they're they're both salesy types. Or they're both, if, you, if you've ever read Traction, uh, know the EOS system. Uh, there's two things called a visionary and an integrator. The visionary is the one that sees the plan. The integrator is the one that puts it in place. Sounds like kind of like what you have almost with your business partner. Mm-hmm. The same thing can be said about the, the home life, man. You need somebody that's that's willing to lay out the plan for the goals for the house and then someone that's willing to help you execute it and put it in place. Not to say that we don't work t- together and work as equals or, or work equally, but we shouldn't be working as equals. There's things that I'm going to do better than my wife. Um, there's things that she's going to do better than me. I can't breastfeed our children. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Yep. Uh, I mean, there might be a medical treatment out there that allows you to do it, but I can't do that. Like, I can't. And the, the, the same can be said, and you probably relate to this more than uh, I can, but I'm just, this is observation. Same can be said about when you're raising kids. Mm-hmm. There's things that your wife's better at doing than you are when it comes to discipline or when it comes to uh, reward. You know, or any of that stuff. Am I correct there? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, it's like you said. There's there's those roles. Someone's going to be better at this. Someone's going to be better at you know discipline and taking care of the kids, doing all this other stuff, taking care of the finances, taking care of the house, keeping you your head on straight. And then there's the husband, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. No, so you're uh, right, though. It's, it's you're yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. My my wife is awesome. She she really you know she's the ruler of the roost. I'll be honest, and she knows she is. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I tell people all the time, my wife's my boss. Like, I don't have, I, I, I answer to God, right? We've already kind of hit on that. But when it comes to, like, work, like, I really don't have anyone to answer to here at the office. When I get home, trust me, I've got someone to answer to. And, oh, yeah. And she's got an iron fist, man. She's the warden. Like, I always, I never understood why people said that. But I'm like, that, that makes sense now. Like, but don't get me wrong. Like, I love my wife, and she, yeah. she truly is my better half. Like, I'm not just, but... Uh, she's the one that, like you said, rules the roost. She's yep. the boss. She's she's got the final say when yep. it comes to just about everything. You know, I didn't want a house. She wanted a house. Guess what we got? A house. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. So that's super good, man. Um, I'm so the 17 year mark. Once again, I want to congratulate you on that. That's Thanks. Just, that's huge. Um, you just don't hear about that as much anymore. It's it's kind of goes into what we we're talking about with the kids. It's a throwaway society. Mm-hmm. You know, people are like, "Oh, that's my practice marriage." That should never be the mentality. Yeah, because uh, it's not. It's fragile, really. I mean, it is when you really think about it. It's it's not something to be taken lightly. And I think too often, like we're like, "Oh, it's a joke." That's my practice marriage, or or whatever. And I'm not knocking someone that couldn't make it through, like mm-hmm. because of whether they were too young or whatever. Um, but how old are you? Uh, I'm 39. Yeah, just you guys got married when you were 22. Yeah. Yep. That's that's super cool, man. Like, because yep. that that's even there's a lot of still growing stages that I'm. Is your wife probably around the same age? Yeah, she's Not older. Close her age, but she's <laughs> she's six weeks older than me. And I always tease her about it when she tur- her birthday's before mine. You know, call her old lady. You know, for a month and a half. But uh, yeah. No, that's funny. So like, but you guys did a lot of growing up, especially you as a man. Like, 
Let's be honest. The ladies mature a little faster than we do. That's 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 why oh, yeah. they typically still, still end up marrying yeah. an older dude, right? But like the typically, I don't know, my wife. I'm four, five years older than my wife. But the you guys had you had a lot of growing up to do. There's probably like a five or six year period when it was probably pretty hard. Because then you throw kids in the mix, you know, a couple of years into that, and yep. then it's like. So, like I said, man, that's awesome. I can't believe she stuck with me through college. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent awesome. You know why is that? Uh, I was pretty rambunctious. Some boneheadedness. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Rambunctious. Yeah. No, that's. I mean, it's just. Wait, I think we all are to a degree. There's all that testosterone flowing through your body, and you're like, I'm just an idiot. Yeah, I was a 19, 20 year old kid in Bowling Green. I yeah. mean, yeah, but especially beachy, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, you can get a degree in kegs. Well, that explains why you wanted to open a bar. I mean, that makes well, a more sense. Experience, now. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's super cool, man. Like I said, kudos to you and the wife. That that is that's something. Just uh, I don't want to say it's unheard of because it shouldn't be, right? Right. Uh, but it just it, it's less and less. It's getting more rare in today's world, and I think the narrative's changing. I really do. I think that people are seeing. It's funny. Um, so I'm I'm 30. I just turned 30, so I'm nine years younger than you. But um, I think that your kids' generation is less on that, and it's crazy because everybody wants to say that they they don't know how to work, all that stuff. But they're as you study like the the as they enter the workforce, because your kids I don't know where the generational gaps are, but they're not far behind some of the kids we have working around here, and they don't have that mentality, the throw it away mentality. And I'm not saying that it was just your generation or the generation. Uh, or not your generation, but the the generation behind us mm-hmm. did it. Um, you kind of fall like right in that middle ground, I would say. Uh, but because the the our grandparents didn't do that, they didn't throw anything away, man. Like my grandma oh, was yeah. a hoarder, you know. But and they made the marriage work. And I don't know where that got lost, but I think it's getting found again. Finally, is where I'm getting at with that. Like I think they're finally starting to see the treasure. We're seeing a revival uh, in our churches and stuff like that. And there's a truly an awakening happening so i think that it's for the better like mm-hmm. genuinely and i think that we're going to see more 17 25 30 you know when we do the i always i always get choked up man i'm a big cry baby but like when they do the dances at the at weddings oh yeah the anniversary mm-hmm. dance or is that what it's called yeah yeah i was like man I, like i want to be those people i want to be the freaking 70 the 70 plus married catalog that's that's cool to yeah me. you know that should be a goal Heck, man. It is cool when you're out there and you, other people start peeling off, yeah. you know, and you're like, okay, all right, yeah, <laughs> we're starting to get into a club here, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's 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 uh, it's awesome. No, that really is super is. cool. Um, so, what are you working on that's not in the business this year? Anything, anything personally that you're trying to get just level up a little bit on? Um, not really. I mean, we're just we're just trying to get through everything going on right now, and and um, you know, with uh, with the kids and sports and everything right now. I think we're just on cruise control for a little while, you know. Um, and I'm really putting a lot of my a lot of my time, focus, and energy as far as that goes into the business. So when you did the, so I just I just thought about this when you said that you didn't work the Saturdays. Did that have to do with just the family time for you? Yeah. No, that's super cool, man. I just put that correlation together, right? Because we didn't really talk about it. Yep. Um, but, all right, my next question is, like, what's the goal with the company? Is it something we, – we have an exit strategy one way or another, right? And we don't really think about it until we start talking about it. Either you're going to pass it down or you're going to sell it. Is Where where are you at? Like, where's your heart at today? Out of curiosity. 
I'm not sure yet. Um, if I do, I don't think it's going to be a pass it down type thing. Um, to be honest with you, I'm trying to build this thing up to the point where I can someday walk away from it, and that's kind of my retirement plan, you know, is being able to kind of just manage it from afar still. And, and when it comes to a point, I'm not saying if somebody walked in today with a briefcase of money, I wouldn't say, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. But, um, you know, I haven't, I haven't really thought that far ahead because it's not to where I want it to be yet. And so, um, yeah, I'll get there when we get there. No, it's super cool, man. I, I, because there's something, and I'm planting these seeds, man. I'm not trying to ask you like hard questions. Yeah. Um, we're just trying to plant seeds, like stuff that we should we should all be thinking about as business owners, especially, um, just to what the what the next steps look like. Um. So uh, the coming as we wrap up the as we head towards the back end here of the podcast. Yeah, I kind of open up the last few minutes. If there's anything that we haven't talked about that you know you want to share, the the whole purpose of this is to really get out. You know what your purpose is, what you're passionate about. If there's something we didn't hit on that uh, that you want to make sure that we get out there, I kind of open these last few minutes for you to kind of say whatever you need to say, or if there's anything that you know is on your heart that you want to want to get out. Sure. There. You know, with this podcast being called the Why, you know, I think it's really important that people people realize that you're doing things with intention. And, you know, you have to figure out what that is in order to do it, right? Some people, like I said, right now are on cruise control in my personal life, but, you know, I'm not on cruise control with, with my business and the direction we're going with things. And, you know, and it's okay to pause and, and think and reevaluate. And I think that's how you know what those goals are. And when you um, – take the time to get those priorities right and you take the time to make sure you know where you're trying to go then when it comes time to make decisions it's really easy you say does this decision support my goals or not and if the answer is no then you got to pivot you know and and it makes and not just in my business in my personal life too you know whether it's you want to lose weight or you're trying to save up for a vacation or you're trying to do this or you want you know and and you come into that crossroads you say hey i got a choice to make does it support my goals or not support my goals and the more times you choose towards your goals the quicker they're going to come yeah and you know a lot of people say oh i want to i want to earn a million dollars or I want to lose 30 pounds this year, or whatever it is. But when it comes time to make those choices, they don't want to make that choice. And so I think, you know, I think it's really important that people evaluate and, and really visualize or conceptualize where they're trying to go or what they're trying to do. And, and I just use that as a guide to get me through life, man. And um, so, yeah, I want to talk about that a little bit. Um, so, you know, with the why... But the whole point of this thing here is why I do what I do. Um, really because I care about wanting to grow a business, like I said, that I wanted to work for. And, um, and again, the type of business I want to work for was um, one that cares about the employees, one that makes sure we, we keep that work-life balance. And there again, there's another decision. Hey, we got, we, we're behind on work. Um, you know, we got to catch up. But I want guys to be able to enjoy their weekend. So, you know, that's just one of those little things. And, and it's not always the easy decision, but it's, it, you know, you got to stand behind your values, you know. Nothing worth doing is easy. That's know? right. And, and the, that's the thing, you know, when you talked about, like, your purpose and knowing where you're going or the direction, the somebody, and I don't want to misquote someone, I think it was Ed Milet, said that your, your reason has to be greater 
than your excuses. Because mm-hmm. if your excuses are, are better, like, you know, I'm in, you, one that said, losing weight, man. Like, I'm trying to lose, I've been fat all my adult life. Like, I'm working super hard, um, trying to get on 75 hard, and it's easier for me to go, yeah, man, I don't, I, I just eat the freaking ice cream sandwich. I'll be all right. Like, I deserved it. I earned it. Mm-hmm. You know, you start to, I think the better salesman you are, the harder it is to sell yourself. You know, <laughs> you're like, I can go overcome that objection all day, man. I, I earned that shit. Like, that's my ice cream sandwich, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main, all of them. You, you, you kind of hit the nail on the head. Like, that's right up my alley, man. Like, that, you, and I super appreciate you kind of like encapsulating that back in and thinking about what we're talking about here, you know. Um, so I, I just want to, I just want to thank you. Again, yeah, appreciate uh, you having me on, being man. a guest, and uh, we'll have you on any time, man. You know, in a year, I've been telling everybody this: in a year, your goals are going to change, and and we'd love to have you on and talk about where you're navigating life at in that point. And hey, heck, you got a you got a high schooler coming up here, you got a new middle schooler coming up. Yeah, there's going to all kinds of new challenges on the dad front, you know. Yep. And I know where your business is going at, and I know there's going to be all kinds of new challenges on the business owner front. So I'm I'm super stoked. Um, to see where your journey goes as, as we continue to be friends and, and have a relationship together. And I'm, I'm genuinely, genuinely happy for you, man, with where life's going. Yeah, and congratulations again, man, with the, uh, the baby coming. That's yeah. we're, we're talking about changing over the next year, buddy. <laughs> Buckle up. We're stoked, man. Little girl, so. and, and uh, uh, I wasn't sure how to feel about a girl first. And I was always, I'm always a four boy. It'll soften you up for sure. Uh, I'm already big softy. People can't tell. <laughs> like, I wouldn't mess with that guy at a bar. I'm like, Probably shouldn't, but mm-hmm. he should. He's, <laughs> he'll give you a hug afterwards. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, good deal, man. Well, we just want to thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for getting all the way to the end here. Uh, check out Evan. We'll drop his socials down below. Uh, you got a Facebook, I'm assuming, that we yep, can throw Facebook in there. Yep, Facebook page. People can reach out to you with any questions if they're at a similar point in life or they just want to connect. Yep. Um, and his, his business is a convenient construction. You guys serve all of – where would you guys service area? Just we'll kind of give you a little commercial. Uh, pretty much Erie County. Uh, we're doing a lot more in Ottawa County now as well. So. so Erie, Ottawa County, if you're up in that direction, you're looking for somebody to do uh, – these guys are immaculate with the interior stuff. And, uh, and we're working together with them to start doing some exterior stuff too. So we'll kind of team up and, and make sure we put your dreams into reality. But really want to thank you again. Uh, as always, y'all, uh, pay, pay your dues. Share this dang episode. There's some really good content here, especially for business owners. If you're a business owner and, and you, you got some value out of what we talked about today, we would, uh, we would, we would implore you to, to share this on all socials. That's how we grow this thing. Uh, we don't have any sponsors because it's not what we do. I'm paying for all this out of my pocket. So, uh, as Andy Frisella says, don't be a hoe. Share the show. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the next episode of The Why. You know, what's your purpose? <laughs>